podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Season three, episode 18. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with the team, Tom Hazelden. Hello. Anna Neary. Hello. And Lucy Wilson. Hello. Oh, my God. How are we doing, team? Not too All shabby. Right. Shabby, shabby, shabby. The old China plate. Thanks, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. Anna's got a thing about calling everyone dude at the minute. Don't know what that's about. I don't know. Maybe she's seen Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, where's my donkey? Oh, yeah, dude, where's my donkey? Dude. Yeah, maybe. Totally. I don't know where it's come from. It's just happened. Oh, fair enough. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so for you today, Tom's talking about Sir Ian McKellen. Anna is going to give you new UK musical. Oh, Jazz, that's not what I said, is it? I said what? Ian McSmellen. Uh, yeah, true, but I don't want to show him disrespect because I like him. Me too. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and he is old. <laughs> so. Lucy is six, and I'm going to talk about 22 musicals very quickly because that will take ages otherwise. So let's move on with the show. Lucy, set us off with some exciting news, please. You want some news? Yeah, I do. Well, I'll give you six pieces of news. <gasps> Whoa! What? That's yeah, two, that's I will. a lot of news. Six the musical have announced their tour casting. <laughs> and applause. And I am very excited. So we've got Lauren Drew, who was understudy for Heather Chandler, and I also think Heather McNamara in Heather's original West End tour, and she is playing Catherine of Aragon. We've got Madison Bullymont playing Anne Boleyn. We've got Lauren Brynn playing Jane Seymour, Shakina McFarlane playing Anna of Cleves, Jodie Steele, who we have had on as our guest and uh, was the Heather Chandler in the West End, playing Catherine Howard, and Anthea Collins playing Catherine Parr. Um, So they've announced that the tour will start on the 24th of August, um, October, don't know where August came from, that's been and gone, Um, and it will go on until the 25th of July, and they are going to a shed load of places, so if you want to find out, uh, you can find the article on what's on stage, and um, all of the places are listed on the article. The production is also currently running in Boston, which we've spoken about because it's um, been confirmed that it's going to run in Broadway for 2020. Boston. Yeah. The cast are also going to be backed by an all-female band called The Ladies in Waiting, which I thought was quite cool. That's so cool. It was originally like an all-female production team, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't know if they still do that anymore. So. Well, it was written by Toby Marlowe, who I'm guessing isn't a woman. Um, but But he was the guy that played Catherine Parr. Yeah. When the cast was sick. But it looks like a lot of the other, like, um, backstage crew are female. Uh, There's only a couple. Well, I'd say it's pretty split 50-50. But, yeah, I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Very exciting. I like the all-female band thing. Yeah. That's good. Um, My friend, when I told her this, was quite interested um, in the fact that she had a workshop with Jodie Steele and... she um she said that she would not do musicals anymore. Really? What Jodie did? Uh huh. Mm. In a recent workshop, she did a Heather's workshop, um, and she said, um, yeah, I'm not going to do any more musicals. 
not for her anymore. She's done with him. And then they announced this. Well, she might have been told hmm. to keep it a secret. Maybe she was saying that as like a... a um, Decoy. Yeah, yeah so possibly. that people wouldn't ask, keep asking her what she was doing next. Yeah. However, when we saw her uh, after Heather's, she was saying that she was looking to go to the US of A. Yeah. Mm. This might um, take her across, though. And explain, exploring like more film, I think she said. Yeah. So who knows? I guess when you're in a position where you do a job like this, you sometimes kind of have to just take what you can get at the time. Like, I guess sometimes there might be an influx of jobs that you are offered and then other times there might be nothing and you kind of just have to take whatever you can get. Yeah, just book whatever gigs you can book, really. Mm. So, cool. Very exciting. But I thought it was very well cast. I am very excited for it. And I think that it will be fantabulous. It'll be very good. So will that run alongside the show that's at the arts? So will they run simultaneously? I'm not sure when you can book tickets at the arts till, but I I assume so, yeah. Um, I think... They're separately, like I think I was gonna this say, leg I of six arts was January just, time. Yeah, I think this leg of six is just in London, and then after that, it goes to like Scotland or somewhere. So I think it is literally. But that having said that, six is massively popular at the minute, so maybe they'll work out something and keep it in the West End. Yeah, must have a look at the dates and see see how that works. It'd be interesting if they had a show on at the arts and then had it touring as well. I think there must be a bit of crossover. They do that a lot with shows, though. Like, Mamma Mia's in the West End and is on tour a lot. Jamie, yeah, true. Wicked. Yeah. yeah. They've done it a lot more Lame recently. Ellie Billiot. Yeah, it does happen. True. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Cool. Anna, moving on. Tell uh, us about New UK Musicals. Of course. So, this article is from What's On Stage. So, this is just new stuff coming to the UK. doesn't specifically specify West End. I think some of it's mm. off West End as well. Some of it we'll obviously know. Some of it you won't know. And I think you might be surprised what is coming. Go on, hit us with it. So um, Jazz's favourite, Mamma Mia The Party, is coming. Mama and Mia. this is like a new experience, I think, that they're doing at the O2. Yep. Um, an immersive, like basically an ABBA, ex- ABBA Mamma Mia experience where you can sit and like live in... Live in the set of Mamma Mia, I think, by the sound yeah. of it, and dance the dance the night away. Can I, can I just say on that as well? I've looked at this because I think it's a really good idea because it's the perfect like get up on your feet while you're having dinner yeah. kind of experience, like to choose Abba to go alongside it, and it's huge. Like it's in the O2, I think they've got like a, their own space yeah, as a permanent it thing. It's so so expensive. It's like two hundred and fifty is- pounds per <gasps> yeah. person what um it's stupid it's unbelievably expensive usually i can understand it because they do like faulty towers dining experiences and stuff but they're like one-offs yeah you know this is like i guess obviously they have to ramp the prices up to stay there but it's just it's too much money Mm -hmm. and if people keep paying then people are going to keep putting on stuff like that anyway so i think if it's going to be something that runs that long and that like to make it run, the the cost needs to be that much. They should just look for a different venue. That's so mm. unrealistic. But then people pay for it. W- really? Willie, Willie McKendie, yeah. who's like a big sort of uh, musical theatre advocate over here, sent out a tweet 
and it was really unexpected of her but i'm glad she did it it was a tweet of a west end show and i can't remember what it was uh just the prices of one of the plays and it, it literally said if if we keep paying it they keep charging it she's like don't cave in and buy tickets for this price um yeah i mean Crazy. by all means go and see mama mia if you if you've got the money but I, yeah, I think the thing yeah. is, it's been successful in other countries. We aren't the first people to get this. It's it, there's a yeah, I think it's in Stockholm or something, and yeah, that that sold really well. It's just one of those things. It's limiting the audience, like the, pe- the people that can go and see it are only people that make enough money to be able to yeah, pay but for that. Yeah, I know. And I know. Selling it's, out with that price. Then. I know. It's it's just a shame, isn't it? Like you try and talk about making theatre accessible, and then charge ludicrous amounts of money mm. anyway oh well next show is um i think tom's really looking forward to this it's called uh the falsettos and um, that's going to be at the other palace tom probably can tell you a bit more about that show because i don't know much about it yeah it's on now actually i think oh, is it started um it's about uh a jewish family uh a dad a mum, and a kid and the dad realizes that he's gay and falls in love with a guy called Wizza. Uh, and then their couple's therapist falls in love with the wife. Um, and there's also two lesbian neighbors in the second act. And it's very funny and it's very good. It's quite American. But... Cool. Cool. Um, there's a, a show coming to the Southwark Playhouse called Preludes, which my friend Georgia Riley's in and starring him. She was. Sophia Mamma Mia and she's the girl that dropped out for health reasons um, but yeah that looks quite good um, yeah um, it's about the life and hypnotherapy of a composer I'm not going to pronounce his name because it's very long there's a show called uh, Shida coming to the vaults it's like a young African American girl who aspires to become a writer and there's like gospel singing R&B singing jazz rock um, it's an off-Broadway show. Never heard of it. That sounds good. Um, and Juliet is coming. I think oh. we've possibly spoken about that. That's coming yeah. to the Manchester Opera House and then coming to Shaftesbury Theatre in the West End. Um, Brooklyn the Musical, um, uh, which is about a Parisian who travels all the way to New York to search for fame and family. Um, and there's that's... a film on it as well, I think, didn't there? Yeah, and I think there's a lot of um... Julie Walters possibly i don't know i'm sure it is but that's uh coming to the west end soon and it's got some like famous west end stars in uh dear evan hansen obviously is coming oh yeah in october of an old coward which i have no doubt will be very successful over here yeah um this season which is i don't know what it's about a i'm just having a look a Depends romantic what time of year you go. romantic comedy musical sounds like a lovely mm. winter treat um uh following dougal and robin who travel from northampton to new york for a wedding and slowly form an attachment oh oh <laughs> form an attachment it's about conjo- conjoined well, twins they yeah. made something on the way i don't know there? like forky I don't know. Oh. Sure. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> uh, but that's only from running from the 1st to the 30th of November in Ipswich. So uh, if see. you live in Ipswich, let us know. Yeah. It's like you go and see it. <laughs> um, the Boy in the Dress, which I believe. Um, David Williams. Yeah, is uh, kind of 
working on. And he's got some upcoming stars. Um, Royal Shakespeare Company are doing it. And then Sin... Okay, hang on. I've got to say this right. Cinderella, the musical. But Ella is like in capital letters. Ah, okay. Um, so the people that did Amelie the musical are, have penned a brand new musical based on the story of Cinderella with an added dose of Freaky Friday vibes as it shows the same character at two stages of her life. Wow. Southampton is going to get a unique festive treat. Oh, that sounds, sounds good. really then. cool, right? Um, so that's at the NST City, running from the 23rd of November to the 5th of January. I have no idea where that is, but that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Pippi Longstocking <laughs> is coming to Northampton in December. What was it, NST City? Yeah. Uh, Pippi Longstocking. Dennis and Nasha. What? A musical version of the hit cartoon is going on tour. I did not know starting that. Starting in Aylesbury from the 23rd of January 2020. Thought that would be a shock to everyone because oh. I didn't know this was happening either. Um, original, uh, there'll be loads of onstage skateboarding, which we're intrigued by. Cool. Um, the, um, the NST City Theatre is in, it's a little theatre in Southampton, which is where... We spoke about a couple of podcasts ago where some people were attacked outside of. Uh, oh. We're going to see Frenzical there. Oh, that's oh, the same next month. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was called the Nuffield Theatre. It is, yeah. Maybe ah. we should go see that same one. then. Yeah. It's not that far away. Um, Dennis and Asher, where am I? The Prince of Egypt, which... That's going to be huge, I, I think. think. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I think they'll do it justice. Is that going in the Dominion? That is, is that going in the Dominion yeah. from the 5th of February. Hmm. Um, as because I think quite a few things are going in there at the moment. Um, Rock because Big's going in there, isn't it? Yeah. And then mm. so maybe Big's running until then, and then Big's their Christmas show, isn't it? The Prince Basically. of Egypt will take over. Um, but I think have they released a few songs from Prince of Egypt? They released pictures of the set and the costumes. And, and I think some casting has been announced. Mm. About... Don't know about songs. Yeah. They might have released one. That'll be good. Um, obviously, I think one we're all really excited about is Back to the Future. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm cautious, but I think it's going to be really cautiously good. excited. I'm excited. Um, so that is at the Manchester Opera House from the 20th of February until the 17th, and finally, hey, Frozen is coming. Frozen. Yeah. Dates are to be confirmed of when this officially is coming to the Theatre Royal Drury Lane, but it will definitely be autumn 2020. They just have not got a date. I cannot wait for this show to come over. I wonder how much it's going to be. Expensive. I don't know. Every show that's gone into that theatre has been yeah. expensive. I, I reckon it will be is, okay, though. It is worth every penny. Like Even if the tickets are like 70 quid, it is so, so good. I can't. I can't express. What, what theatre is it going into? Sorry, the Drury, Lane. Drury Lane. Drury Lane. I, th- I think it'll. I don't think it'll be cheap, but I think it'll be reasonable. Like because I just Drury Lane. Need you guys to see it. I just need you guys to see it. They announced all their shows. Tickets. Yeah. <laughs> well, your birthday's in August next year, so that is very true. True. Drury Lane announced <laughs> all their shows for this season on Twitter. They oh, announced yeah. all of their stuff already. So yeah, they've got some interesting stuff on there. I'll uh, post a link on our social yeah. media. Apparently it's got a long way to go, but it's coming. Yeah, right. they've got to adapt it all, haven't they, for us over here? Um, so we're smaller. Yeah. Yeah, 
Cool. Interesting. There's a lot like it. There's a lot of big set. The set is so complicated for that show. So it'll be interesting. I'm glad they're doing it at that theatre because it is quite a big theatre, isn't it? Yeah, the stage is big. The seating's not great there, though. Mm. Um, yeah, that's where they're going to struggle. Seating's not great really anywhere, though, is it? In the West End. But I feel like it's mm, quite Let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, but it's quite low down. The stools is, is a lot lower than the stage in that in that um, theatre because that's where I saw Lord of the Rings and it was it was tricky to see where we were sat so yeah it'd be interesting um, yeah but have to wait and see cool off. exciting lots to look forward to in the next what year or so I suppose yes yes cool. and and f- forward awesome Tom <laughs> tell us about Sir Ian McKellen well he's an actor born in 1805 uh, 1805 yeah no no, I don't know where he was born. Um, he's in his 80s, I think. Anyway, he's doing a... He's 80 uh, because he's doing Woo! his 80th tour. <laughs> I just worked that out for myself. <laughs> goodness. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, that's not what my article's about, though. It's just... Uh, so just, you know, think about that. Um, he went to Newcastle to watch the tour of Les Mis uh, last month. Pauling, I'm sorry. And yeah, it wasn't great. I'll try again. And because he's Ian McKellen and he loves the musical and said he always wanted to be in it, they put him on stage. What? For a number, he played a character called Hugo Victor, the guy that wrote Lame is the book is Victor Hugo. Um, So yeah, so he played Hugo Victor on the, I think it was on the 17th. Yeah, the seventeenth of August. He was basically on on the barricade in a costume in the back, so they didn't like make a thing out of it. He was just hidden on stage. That's so cool. Uh, I'm trying to see what song it was for. I think it was One Day More. Yeah, One Day More. So he was hidden on the on the barricade for that in costume. Um, it's just one of those things like hey, that guy really looked like Ian McKellen. Uh, <laughs> it was Ian McKellen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a photo. There's a photo of him with the with various different cast members. Um, that's so cool and there's a video of him singing with some of the cast members as well backstage I think or um, yeah I haven't watched that but I've, I've seen the thumbnail for that but yeah so um, yeah just thought it was cool that's very cool he just seems cool. like yeah. such a casual cool guy anyway that he would have just like been like yeah sure yeah. okay whatever yeah. I think he's just a very nice man yeah that's awesome he was born in 1939 not far off you, Chaz. Yeah, just a few years <laughs> for me. <laughs> for you, Anna. Thanks. Um, and also, a little fact, Joe Perdue, who we have previously had as a guest on the show, who wrote Unfolding Tales, which is this story about Tolkien, that musical, Sir Ian McKellen has read it and... Joe got a reply from Sir Ian McKellen. Handwritten, wasn't it? Saying, uh, no, it's in an email. Oh, but he, he saying, signed it or something. Yeah, sure. saying that, um, yes, saying that he's read it and it's really awesome and he loves it and it's, yeah, like super cool because Sir Ian McKellen loves books and stuff and like he likes learning he about behind the, behind the shows and that. So, um, yeah, I just thought it was really cool to even get a response at all. Like, especially via email. If it was on Twitter or something, it's a bit different, but yeah. And a personal one, not from his agent. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's very true. That's what you'd expect. I mean, the fact that he's even read it is awesome because it's not like a two minute thing to do, is it? Read a show. 
No. I wonder if he's listened to the songs as well. I don't know. I mean, even if he didn't read it, though, like he's taking the time to reply, isn't he? I'm exactly. sure he has read it, but... Yeah. Yeah, even so. Cool. Jazz, what's your article My about? My article, I will tell you, I have got 22 musicals that closed. But a play ain't one. No. <laughs> Is this closed after, catchy, closed after a day? Closed. closed after opening night after opening night because i read this as well i yeah. this was almost going to be mine as well. right okay so. well lucy you're in for a treat <laughs> <laughs> so i'll go i won't explain and elaborate on the shows because there are 22 of them but oh um, go on <laughs> they are in reverse chronological order reverse chronological, chronological order. order wait hang on okay so earliest first or latest first You'll have to work it out for yourself. Okay. Okay. Number one is Glory Days, opened and closed May sixth, two thousand and eight. Sound like a musical that should be open. It doesn't really, does it? Mm. To be fair, neither does like half a sixpence, does it? Uh, Hey. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't sound as dodgy, does it? No, half sixpence isn't dodgy. I mean, like, yeah, I just think, like, you know, you've got so many musicals that are like all shook up. Dogfight, all shook up. Rip it up. Like, mm. Yeah, true. Mm. Okay, uh, two, Take Me Along. Open and closed April 14th, 1985. Uh, three, Dance a Little Closer. Open and closed May 11th, 1983. Cleavage. Open <laughs> and closed June 23rd, 1982. Their, their Playbill logo this, was appalling for that as well. Us, like all on Broadway. Yeah, this is all Broadway. Not even off Broadway. No, oh my goodness. All Broadway. Like cleavage just cleavage on Broadway. written yeah, with exactly. a V shape. Yeah. I mean, um, well done forever. Yeah. Ever well done for. Yeah. That was definitely did. a dare, that, wasn't it? Like, there's a load of uh, theatre producers sat around going, I know what. I've got a show called Cleavage. Bet you can't get that on Broadway. This is the 80s. I'll love Watch it. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five, play me a country song. Open and closed June 27th, 1982. Number six, Little Johnny Jones, open and closed March 21st, 1982. Did he? Yeah, he definitely did. Seven, The Mooney Chaperone Songbook. Now, that's a bit of a mouthful as it is. Uh, open and closed May 3rd, 1981. Broadway Follies, open and closed March 15th, 1981. Loads of these are in the 80s. Onward Victoria. December 14th, 1980. Uh, the Utter Glory of Morsley Hall. Is that? Uh, a Broadway musical. How? How did a show called A Broadway Musical not last on Broadway as a musical? Open and closed. Opening night. I mean, probably people That's were like... probably why. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Is so, it Aladdin? Is it... A Broadway musical. Is it Kinky Boots? I don't know. It just says a Broadway musical. Opened around Christmas time. So oh, I wonder you if bought the tickets. It was like a panto thing. I didn't know these what are, I was booking at the time. These yeah. are all a long, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The most recent one is 2008. Which is still over 10 years ago. 11 yeah. years ago. Which is, in when you think about it, it's actually quite good. When yeah. you think how many shows must try and open. True. Mm, I um, guess it just doesn't happen anymore because they... Like, they just can't. Do Things that. are put in place to make sure yeah. it doesn't. I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's halfway through. I'll post it on the show notes because there are so many, and it tells you all about the musicals and shows you the the wow. playbills and everything. Um, but some of them are are 
a bit weird. And I was like, how did that ever pass any production meeting ever? Um, and some of them are like, well, why did that not stick? Why did it not not stay around? Um, to be fair, though, we've got so many musicals, you don't know what's going to hit and what's no, not. No, you don't. Like, I'm trying to think of a musical with a really weird plot. And I can't think of anything. But, you know, we have, we have loads of stuff that I'm like, how is that? Bat out of hell. Two two Mormons go on a mission we will rock you. to Africa. Yeah. Like that's a bit of a weird plot, isn't it? Yeah. A a play about Mormons. It's like stuck. if if that had opened and closed if the exact show we have at the moment had opened and closed in a day, which is a brilliant show, like I think, you know, people have been like, Why are you doing a why are you doing a play about Mormons? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it can. Sound a bit weird. Yeah, true. To be fair, where that came from, are you really surprised? The same guys that did South Park? Nah. No, no, not at all. Okay, so from uh, West End Broadway shows to some shows that we would love you to go and see. Here is... News and Social. It is News and Social. So, Lucy, kick us off with your show, please. My show this week is Rent, the school edition. It is on from the 12th to the 14th of September... And it is at the Eastwood Park Theatre. Uh, it's by the Minerva Youth Theatre Society. And oh, I have Minerva. had the Minerva Normal Theatre Society before, I think. Minerva. Um, at Eastwood Park, <laughs> Gifnook, Glasgow. Um, Glasgow! You can get tickets from the box office on 01415 You can sing that. <laughs> can she go on then you want me to sing yeah go on yes please sing the number oh one four one five six nine nine four six nine lovely now, now i remember that well done yeah there we go go on tom sing nailed it, it. <laughs> nine 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 <laughs> uh, anna your show please my show is the wedding singer Nice. I'm running from the 10th to the 14th of September this year, not next year, if you're wondering. This show better be from Bristol. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's really not. Um, the the society, all I've got is LAOS. I'm guessing that's... Laos. Stands for the Loughborough Amateur Operatic Society. Just yeah. going on the top of my head on that We've one. We've had them before. Definitely have. Um... The it's uh right at the Loughborough Town Hall Theatre in Leicester. You can get tickets on O one five O nine two three one nine one four. And this is where how they talk in Leicester apparently. Laos, <laughs> Laos is also just outside of Thailand, so don't go to Thailand don't, expecting don't get to see confused. the wedding singer. Don't. But it's but obviously the wedding singer is based on the film with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. It is. Which I have not seen and still need to see. Uh, I've seen half of it and mm. that was enough for me. Oh, okay. Just they reckon he yeah. might win an Oscar this year. Who? Adam Next Sandler. year, Adam Sandler. For what? For what? His new film has got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my, 100%? No. Mm-hmm. What's the film? I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Oh. I don't think it's comedy, but oh. they reckon he could win an Oscar. Oh, oh my careful. goodness. What is this world careful. coming to? Tom, your show, please. My show is... And that was Morse code for West Side Story. <laughs> uh, it's a youth production. So a youth? go and see the, the kids from the block. 
they will not be in it, unfortunately. But you'll get some uh, a great performance, I'm sure, of West Side Story. Uh, it's by the Livingston Players, uh, in brackets, S-C-I-O. Yes. I don't know if that's an acronym they have, uh, who we've had before on the show, like we've, we've spoken about. It's on from the 10th of September to the 14th of September, and it's on at Howden Park Centre in Livingston, Scotland. Um so if you're in the Scotland area or you just fancy a trip just to see in the West Scotland area. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, just that little area anywhere in Scotland. Well, an area is not defined by size, is it? Well, I suppose mm. not. Surface no. area. I don't think the so. area of Scotland. It's Fair just enough. just a big area. It is a very big area. Yeah. yeah. Um, tickets are 14 pounds or 12 pounds for concession, but it also says Tuesdays only. So, uh, Go on a Tuesday if you want concessions, uh, and you can call the box office on 015062407700. Up there, Lucy's. <laughs> well, you're obviously not educated in the ways of music. Lucy was the original. Fair enough. Yeah, but I gave Lucy the idea to sing, yeah, which is disingenuous to steal ideas. Wow. But you told, you told to me do it. to. Anyway, mine was in a different genre, so maybe you just don't <laughs> like art. <laughs> okay, so my show is Arms and the Man by Sidos. And I have gone onto their website <laughs> to see if Sidos was an acronym for anything. And from what I can see, it is not. How's it spelled? C D O S or S E? S E D O S. And Sidos. when I went onto the website, I was like, oh, CDOS must mean yeah. something. No, I think it's just CDOS. And that's fine. I'm cool with that. It is on from the 17th to the 21st of September at Bridewell Theatre, just off of Fleet Street. So literally in London. You can go and watch an Amdram show. Silly elephants don't overseason. Well, they don't. You're right there, Tom. And um, thank you for that news update. Tickets are £11.50. And the show starts at half past seven. So be there or be square. You can book tickets from their website and you can get the link from andram.community. Okay, so if any of those shows are in your area, please do go and hashtag support your society. So team, has anyone seen any other shows since we last recorded? Me, 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 me. Go on, Anna. And Tom. I speak, and for Tom. The, I speak for us. Oh. So on the 23rd of August, Tom and I drove all the way to Swindon to the Wyvern Theatre. We went to go see Swindon's Youth Project's production of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And I will pass you over to Tom with what he thought of the show. So I, th- I think it was ages, what, 6 to 18? I have no idea. 17? Um, but I I enjoyed it, yeah. Some of the principles were very, very good. The guy who played Caractacus Potts, especially, was amazing. Uh, and the two spies, they were very good as well. There were some bits of it that felt a bit like a bit like they were just getting as many kids on stage as possible so they could fund it. But other than that, I yeah, I, I enjoyed... I thought it was a good production for a youth production and they had a good set and the car was good. Anna. How good oh, was the car? It was amazing. Car was the one that we saw on the professional, professional tour. tour. And we saw it. So the fact you could hire it, it was very impressive when it did, like when the car was presented and it flew, um, especially for a kids' production because I think 
it's very intriguing to see how they were going to pull it off um and it was very well done and i think it shows that you need to put money into the car for that show to work i think because if you don't have a good car what's the point in doing the show like the title of the show is the name of the car. yeah that's fair enough and i just think if you don't like i think that is the biggest part of like the the reveal of the car and the, that when the car flies i think that is probably the biggest part of the show i agree um the car flying also doesn't look that difficult to do. Like no, I know that they, might ha- they sound had a s- suspension on the car, so it did um, like, like lift off the floor and go quite high, like above the audience. Um, not I mean, actually above us, but like when the, the car. And this is the, the same for the professional tour. The car probably goes about four feet off the ground. It's not very high. It's, no, it's but they higher put, than that. I don't think it's that high. What seven foot? It it goes. It would you t- standing up. It's taller than that. I don't think up, so. It is anyway. They they put smoke on the ground to make it look so you like can't see the mechanisms. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I honestly I think like because you're sat on the floor and the stages are like is raised up and I don't think it's that high. I would say I don't know. I'd say maybe five foot push. Mm. Um, but it like yeah, the show was amazing. Like, I'm so glad they put money into the car because. I, yeah, but, and they didn't have much set, and I get, I can understand that because I guess if you're trying to compromise putting more money into the car, you're going to have less set, aren't you? Yeah. When I said I, I like the set, I did literally mean the car. Like the car is the set wasn't that impressive. No, there was that. there was not much apart from the car. Had some good special effects though. Yeah. Um. It and fireworks. They had like fireworks. a massive orchestra, didn't they? Bearing in mind, was this is just like six, how long 16. had they been rehearsing? Like ten days. Yeah, ten days. We ten days rehearsal to put on this show. Wow. We we were discussing though, and we were saying that it was it was really impressive. The the more I thought about it, the more impressed I was that they yeah. only had ten days. But we were also saying there was no why? need for that. Why do they only have ten yeah. days? Because it was summer holidays, so Mid, they could have like, had towards the end of the summer holidays. What? There was. I don't know if it's a money they thing. Unless they tour but... it with like other groups of children. Yeah, in maybe areas, that was like it's maybe. like a team of people that take the production. But the thing is, though, it like it, it was so impressive for a ten day yeah. thing. But I just think had they had that extra time, they could have been so much more secure in what they were doing. But oh my god, what a show to try and pull off! Though You've, it's such a technical show. As we're... like a summer school star show, that is a bold that is choice. a bit like even for an amateur group that's doing it over six months. It six months. It is a bold mm-hmm. show to do, but I think it does sell well because it is one of those shows. I think kids can go see, parents know about it. It is a classic. You will go watch it. Um, but it's so so technical, like. The kids were struggling. You could t- some of it, unfortunately, the kids were struggling to be in time with the music, and you have to be in time with the music for a lot of the numbers, and a lot of the speeches over music. So that all has to be timed as well as the singing, as well as getting the car right, as well as having all these children on stage. It was a lot of work. To, to be honest, as well though, I think if you look at it, it probably seems like a huge amount of work from the audience. But then, and definitely for the main, well, for truly and Caractacus it is but I think if you break it down you sort of look at it and you've got the big car moment which is a technical thing and then you've got maybe two big big numbers and then I think the rest of it is probably sort of like easier to fill in I think there's just some the moments the big moments in it look so big that Mm. it's like it probably looks a lot harder to 
pull off than it actually is. And I'm not like trying to discredit them because they did an amazing job. I just think that yeah, the fact they were kids. It probably seems really overwhelming until you do it, and then you're like, oh, unless you're correct. I think the technicians were children as well. Um, they were all doing the backstage stuff as well, which I think is good for a youth project. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um. So overall, very impressed by it because I th- I had very high expectations because mm. I was like, I love the film, I love the show, the car better be good, and it was uh, good. Was not disappointed. Good to hear. Okay, so that was our section of news and social. <laughs> it was news and social. So it is that time in the show where we play. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character? It is who's that character. So the way the game goes is I shall think of a theatre character and the team will take it in turns to ask me questions where I will answer yes or no and whoever guesses the correct character wins one million shitty points. <laughs> chitty, 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 chitty bang bang points. Chitty points. Chitty can points. I, can I just have bang bang points? Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? You can have them. If I don't want, do, I don't want these points. They're chitty. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you. So chitty, chitty, bang bang. Now you're just singing chitty, the song. Chitty, bang bang. We love you. <laughs> okay. So Dive I in. have thought of a character, Tom. <laughs> Anna, Lucy, that's the order we'll go in. Off we go. Is it a man? Yes. Is it a car? No. Oh. <laughs> Is it currently on in the West End? No. I have not listened to any answers so far. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what you it's said to mine. It's a man. That's all we've got so far. Is it, did you say, is it a car? Did it's a car. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> it's Plum. <laughs> oh, <I> <laughs> um, was it a lady? No, it's a man. No, it's a man. Okay, so it's a man and it's not a car. Yeah, yeah. but I wasn't and listening. And it's not, not in, in the West end. end. It's a man, it's not a car, and it's not on in the West End. Is it on in the UK at all? No. Is it Rodney from Only Fools and Horses? No, because that is on in the <laughs> UK. <laughs> Just going up from the is it Rodney episode. from Flushed Away? <laughs> no, Roddy the St. It's, that's Roddy. It's not Rodney. <laughs> Roddy St. James. Oh my God. He said his name was Millicent. <laughs> Millicent bystander. You uh, try to flush me. <laughs> it's Tom Jones. <laughs> Oh, it's a good film. It is a good film. <laughs> um, well, if it's not Roddy St. James, I don't know who it is. <laughs> is the show currently on Broadway? Yes. Oh, that's a clue. And it's <laughs> That is the idea of the game. <laughs> is it a... Oh, no, hang on. Gripping. <laughs> Gripping content. Is he a goodie? Um... Good, no. Good, good. no. Is it from Dear Evan Hansen? No. Oh. Lol. Is it from a Disney musical? No. Is it coming to the UK? <laughs> it might, but I don't know that it I is. Know exactly is it... what it is, Mr. Wilson. Well, is it from Mean we'll Girls 
No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't know what it is. Is it Beetlejuice from Beetlejuice? It is Beetlejuice from Beetlejuice. <laughs> so, Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, enjoy one million chitty points. Thank you. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character. Who? Points wisely. Who is that character? Yeah, make sure you use them to your advantage. Invest them. Mm. That's my advice. Okay, so... And now from our special game to Anna's album, because Jazz couldn't find a good way to (laughs) link it. Anna, tell us about your album. What did you pick? Album of the week. Yeah. My album was 9 to 5, the musical original cast recording. Give us a The show is about three women who all work in an office. um, From 9 to 5. From 9 to 5. Well, I'd hope so. Yes. And basically, it's all uh, very, uh, it's set in the 80s. um, And their boss is very... Uh, sexist pig is very sexist <laughs> their boss is very, very sexist, sexist pig, pig. <laughs> Anna's now from Russia it's a very sexist pig and they all um, it's a bit naughty they all uh, get drunk <laughs> Oh, it's very naughty, these ladies getting drunk in this show. Well, like, they... they, It's like my daughters to see that one. Well, they do drugs. I could have just... Oh, it's very naughty. Um, And they all imagine a way to kill their boss. Okay, we don't condone this on this podcast, just... No, um, a way to kill their boss. And then um, one of them accidentally thinks she does it in real life, but she hasn't. And then they accidentally, like, kidnap the boss and take over the office. And uh, I'll leave it there. Um, and obviously they try and like rearrange things so women have equal pay, et cetera, et cetera. Girl power. Yeah, it's a very girl power and girl heavy show. Um, yeah, and it's very good. Um, obviously it has the song 9 to 5 in it. Um, I'm currently doing the show myself in Basingstoke. Um, so it was just kind of for me to just, for myself to have a read through the album. Cool. Um, so yeah, thoughts everyone? Thoughts? Thoughts? Go on, Anna. What would you rate it? I would rate it out a of five mics. Solid three out of five. Ooh, we can nice. say two then. Solid, <laughs> solid one and a half. <laughs> Very good. Show. A solid three. A solid three. I like. I love nine to five. It's my favorite song. Um, it's but my favorite time to ever. Work. Yeah, no, not ever, but <laughs> it is a good song. It's a good song. It is. They literally made a, a film and a show from the song. So Did she not write the song for the know. film? I don't know. Okay. But the song's really good anyway, and I just think that carries the show a lot of the time. Um, but a lot of the other numbers are really good, but there are some numbers that I think are a bit Well, apart iffy. from nine and five, the other numbers you and like. And five to nine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, five, eight, nine. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's very good. And obviously, being a part of the, the show numbers myself, they are very enjoyable to do. Um, yes. Cool. Awesome. Lucy, yeah, yeah. what did you think of it? It's hilarious. Apparently, Lucy so. found it so funny. Hilarious. Very naughty. Is she broke- a little laugh. <laughs> she broken. Can somebody reset her? I thought that. Uh, it was it was all right. Um, I watched the film as well the other day, and I like the film. Uh, so I I think I'll probably like the soundtrack better when it's paired with the show, uh, like with the visuals. Um, 
I yeah, I I wouldn't say I loved it, but I wouldn't say that I dislike it. So and and I think I think I would really enjoy the show as well. So um I will give it a three mics out of Five. Solid ah, solid it's a three. solid it's a wobbly solid. three <laughs> um and my favorite song i think is uh backwards barbie just backwards i like that one barbie. Mm. lucy likes that one yeah cool mm. lucy what did you think of it i'm gonna give it 2.5 um i feel like Straight it's one of mm. the albums that is fine to listen to as an album there's a couple of good songs like well obviously nine to five being the main one um but i feel like what makes it what it is is probably it as a show if that Mm -hmm. makes sense rather than like liking it for the album i know that may sound a bit controversial because obviously it's dolly parton music but Mm. um that's just my opinion on it and i liked Nine to five, obviously. The first one, not the reprise. And I liked Get Out, Stay Out. Get Out, Stay Out. That is my least favourite song. I know. I'm afraid. Well, Get Out and Stay Out. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe maybe the message that it uh, conveys. I was not a fan of it. Uh, just wasn't my cup of tea. I listened to it one and a half times. Because uh, first time I, I was like, hmm, do I, don't I, do I, don't I? And then listened to it halfway through. I was like, nah, definitely not for me. So give it a fair trial. Uh, my favourite song is probably Five to Nine. I think it's very underrated, actually. Um, people kind of see it as a gimmick gimmick song. But yeah, I think it's quite, quite good. Um, yeah, I'd probably give it a two, two out of five mics. Yeah. It was okay. It was it was quite easy to listen to. It was relatively short. Does it make you look forward to seeing the show or at least? Nah. Uh-huh. No, makes no, you checking. not uh, look forward to seeing it. To be fair, I'm assuming you are going kind to see of it. Knew it already. Mm. Um, I think you either know what nine to five is about or you don't. Mm. I think. If that makes sense. This is going to sound stupid. I think you go and see it for the story. Like, pe- people don't. People go and see it for the music. Because it's Dolly Parton. see it for, yeah. But I think, like, personally, as, like, a theatre goer, I would go and see it for the story. It sounds like a, like it's it's funny and it's based on a film. So, you know. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I say agree. I wouldn't say it makes me excited to see it. But. I think once I've seen it, I will be like, oh, I really, really like that show. I really enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. But I'm intrigued. Yeah. I really am intrigued to see it with visuals. I think that may may help. Um, mm. Yeah, it does intrigue me. Cool. Awesome. Okay, so everybody is back in for the old spinning wheel. So let's spin the wheel and see who will be picking the uh, next album of the week. And it is Lucy. So what do you have in store for us? I think you'll all have a bit of a surprise. Oh. I have chosen this week Phantom of the Opera. Wow. Um, Cool. We've 
had quite a lot of newer ones recently, so I thought we'd go back a bit, and I haven't actually listened to the whole thing the whole way through. Neither. Although cool. I know the main songs, I don't know the whole thing. So, there we go. That's what Very album nice. of the week is for. Good one. So, yeah, cool. Awesome. So, Phantom of the Opera is our album of the week, so please do listen along with us. Lucy, please describe to them what the album cover looks like on Spotify. It is black with um, kind of white and blue stripy writing at the top with a red rose and a white mask on. And I'm looking at the album by Andrew Lloyd Webber from 1987. Ah, very cool. And if you can't find it on Spotify, you can definitely find it on YouTube. So please do listen along with us and let us know your thoughts and feelings. We love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us on our show, social medias or you can email us. It's all an act at outlook.com. So that was Ta-da. Album of the Week. Yeah. That was Album of the Week and it has come to that time in the show where Unfortunately, we have to say goodbye out of your ears. But before we go, we shall give you our recommendations. So, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Thirst. Tom, first. Oh, very thirsty. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, I am recommending a website which I recently stumbled across uh, called seatplan.com and also a website called witchseats.com. Uh, they're very similar. Seatplan.com is a website that uh, you, you can book tickets on it, but it will also allow you to go to specific theatres, see the seating plan, hover over a seat and see what the view is like from that seat. That's cool. Um, which is something that I always struggle with when buying tickets. Like I want to know what it's going to look like to be sat there. You know what I mean? And I work in a box office as well. So it's something I deal with a lot. Are you on the Seatplan Facebook group? No. Ah, I am mm. part of Seat Plan Facebook group mm. where um you gain Seat Plan credits for you know the photos that you see that you hover over. Yeah. If you submit one of them from your seat, yeah. Yeah, you can get uh Seat Plan credits. Oh. Yeah. This one I just I enjoy this one because you can like if you've only got like a couple of tickets left for a show, you can go on this website and just go, "Oh, these are the ones that are left. That's a decent view or that is a rubbish view." Um, and they also color coordinate their seats. So they're from green to red. So you can see kind of before you go on, if it's going to be an okay seat or not. Also, the other website I said was whichseats.com, which is kind of the same thing, but instead of pictures, um, although I don't know, you might be able to add pictures. Maybe there's just none on this day. Um, but instead of pictures, you just find the seat on the theater and it will give you, um, a, a score out of five for, what the audience have rated so like prince of wales theater um row h seat 28 uh is based on five reviews it's got five stars uh well 4.8 out of five stars so if i wanted to book that i would kind of give you a rough idea and same again these are color coordinated so apparently stalls g14 in the prince of wales theater based on one review it's got one out of five um but yeah i think it's good i think it's good and I think more people should use it because um, th- this light is a bad review based on one review. So 
even though it just kind of gives you an idea, opinion. you still don't really know. Whereas, you know, if you get like 200 people all giving it low scores, then you kind of get an idea that, oh, maybe they're not the best seats. Um, but yeah, I thought I found it very, very useful and I will be using it from now on when I, whenever I, well, when I, when I book my next tickets, I'll probably cool. hopefully try and use that. Very good. Lucy, your recommendation? My recommendation is TK Maxx. TK Maxx. Oh, good shout. Is a shop where you could basically get almost anything, really, I would say. Um, if you don't know what TK Maxx is, it is a shop that we have in the UK. I don't know if it's... Yeah, they have it in America, but they call yeah. it something else. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yeah, okay. It's just really, really good. You can go in there and almost find anything you want. And it, especially if you don't know what you're looking for in particular, you'll probably find something that will suit what you're looking for. And the prices are just really decent for good quality. Designer um, stuff as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, or not, like... There are both the options. Yeah. Um, I just am very, I just like it a lot. Cool. Very good. Anna, your recommendation, please? Uh, my recommendation is a moisturizer. Oh. I recommend using either, so something I, I something from the body shop, like a vitamin E L or something like that for a moisturizer, because they're, uh, I think they're animal free. Like cruelty free, yeah, they are. Yeah, so always try and use cruelty free products. Um, and also Norwegian, I think they're called. They do hand creams as well as like moisturizer. And I've started. I bought like a, just a like a body moisturizer, and my skin feels really good. So <laughs> <laughs> does it, Tom? Not to brag, but my skin <laughs> feels really good. Yeah. So okay. There you go. Lovely. You're welcome. Well, we are. (laughs) Okay, my recommendation is an audiobook. And this is a freebie because you can actually gain this audiobook on YouTube. Spoiler alert, I know. Holy smokes. Yeah, it is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I'm listening to it at the minute. It is six hours long, warning. You can listen to it in chunks. I'm listening to it like half an hour chunks. So, yeah, but it is six hours long. Just you. I don't think that's too bad. You have been warned. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you very much for your input today, team. It was awesome. Mm. We shall see you. Well, we won't see you. We shall. You'll hear us in the next episode. Please stick around and rate and review us on Podbean, Facebook, iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a podcast. Anything else? I saw Disco Dave on the mic at the Dawlish. <laughs> <laughs>